Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you in 73. Hope you enjoy it. Cool, cool, cool. There we go. Look at that. Thank you for joining today, everyone. Lunchtime live stream in Texas during the first winter storm of 2023, I guess it is. <laughs> So, uh, appreciate everybody joining today. Special shout out to everybody in with Green Text in the chat. Uh, K7TRD, see you in there. Uh, Ed's been in there for a while. AC3IK, Kenneth, N4VKF. Appreciate you guys joining. Y'all are YouTube channel members. And uh, thank you for your support of the channel. I see Juan Luis Valentin. See you in there as well. So thanks for joining today. Appreciate you guys being out there. Uh, I don't normally have guests on the stream today, but guess what? I muted myself instead of muting you. <laughs> <I'm> muting you. <laughs> now we're we both are good. Taking over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Shane lives about I don't know thirty or forty minutes north uh, northeast of me, and uh, why not? So he hit me up and he's like, "Do you have a co-host?" I'm like, "Nope. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. We can talk about how cold it is and how much we don't like ice." <laughs> right, right, yeah. Sheesh. It's something else, man. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, usually, yeah. I was telling somebody, I, I was talking to somebody in December and talking because it was like uh, there was, and I'm like, and they were asking about deer season, and I'm like, dude, it never got cold this year during deer season. Yeah, I mean, like November and December, it got into like the 40s. You know, it, there might have been a couple nights where it was in the top or the high 30s, but it never really got cold during deer season. And someone's like, well, well, how how cold does it get into? I'm like, dude, we'll be in the 20s at some point. In time. Oh, yeah. February will say, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. January's but it was, like, all right, here you yeah, go. I'm going to warm yeah, you up to yeah. it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but the, uh, um, that day a couple of weeks ago, which was like two weeks before deer season ended, it was like 10 degrees here at the house. Oof. But that was only one, that was only, and that never happened, hardly, yeah. I shouldn't say never, that hardly ever happens, that it gets down that low. I was waiting to see if it dropped into single digits, and it never did. It was 10 degrees at 6 o'clock that morning, so. That was around Christmas, right, when we had that, uh, the winter, the big winter storm that put I, my employer all over the news. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I believe that, I believe that, yeah. It got really I, cold Yeah, here. it got really cold, yeah. I mean, for North Texas, that's freaking yeah. cold. Even T.O. was that, like, all right, you, you kind of win that one, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, he came to Hamcation last year, and he's like, take. He says he's taking off layers because it's like minus twenty seven in Wisconsin. And I'm like, you, ju you just, you should just stay here, dude. <laughs> right? Just move into the motel. <laughs> That's <was> ridiculous. Minus twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, That's bone chilling cold. Crazy, crazy that someone would choose to live up there. But I don't know. Everybody's different. If you like that sort of thing, more power to you. Uh, let's see, pop three. I think that says pop three eight b three n. Gosh, that's a that's a mouthful. I don't know what that name means, dude. But thank you for the super chat. 
says he bought a Japanese 817ND, did the Mars cap mod to unlock all the VHF bands, save $300 of the U.S. model. Okay, dude, okay, okay. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that shortly. So thank you for uh, letting me know that, and thank you for the super chat. Um, so everybody's asking what happened to my eBay, my, my $86 eBay radio. Cause did you see that video I made Shane? Yes. Okay. I've been, right. I've been sitting here waiting. Goes, did he, is okay. it, did it get yeah. scammed or did yeah. it actually show oh, up? Oh, it was a scam. Of course. It was a scam, but I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> I mean, right. it was only 80 bucks plus, I mean, I, regardless of what people say, it's actually pretty safe. Yeah. To do eBay like that, especially if you're a, things on eBay. <laughs> if, yeah, yeah. If you're a buyer, it's safe. If you're a seller, yeah. they, they kind of screw over their sellers these days. And I don't get that because that's how they make their money. But right. I don't know, whatever. So I got back from Quartz Fest on Sunday night. So I looked on Monday and the auction, the eBay auction said that it was still pending. Like they gave me the, the shipping tracking number like the day after I bought it but it never moved right. and it still hadn't moved on Monday of this week. So I was telling my wife this before the stream started. What's up, Kyle? Thanks for joining. Um, so, um, heck, Hey, there's a uh, Steve in the chat. Thanks for joining Steve. So, so I, um, so I sub filed a claim. I, I put in there. I said, Hey, I didn't get this item. Here's the tracking number, but it's never moved. And they said, okay, we'll give your seller until February 4th to respond. If not, if he hasn't responded by then, we'll step in. I said, okay, that's that's pretty normal. That's fair. The next day, I get a refund. <laughs> like, yep, here you go. <laughs> so, and I put a note in there. I was like, hey, this this auction's not like not even freaking here anymore. Like, you click on my purchase history, and it goes there, and it says, we're sorry, we it's looked gone. high and low, and we can't find this auction. And I'm like, yeah, there's a reason for that. So, <laughs> someone was trying to get a fast yeah. eighty bucks. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about. With I, I just I saw it. and I'm like, there's no way that's real. Right. But I'm gonna. But I'm gonna buy it. You might as well try. <laughs> you never know. So, oh yeah. You might get a radio uh, in the mail six months from now. You're like, oh, there it you, is. It finally, you showed never up. know. I mean, I still got the tracking number, but it's never moved. Now, yeah. I have noticed on eBay, even when shipping USPS on eBay, like eBay doesn't update real time. No. Like I, I sold. I used to sell stuff on eBay quite regularly, and people would say, "Hey, I saw your tracking number, but it hadn't moved." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's right there." And it's like, "Well, eBay says this." I'm like, "Take that tracking number and go to USPS.com." Yeah. Go to oh, Google. yeah, it, it is moving. I was yeah. like, "Yeah." So I don't know if that's still true with eBay. That was a couple years ago, but most of those free yeah. sales, there are sites like that that they don't like. They're they'll send you like Shopify or shop some follow your order with Shop or something like that. And I was like, right. "No, I'm not downloading another app. I'll just." copy and paste into the actual carrier's right. page. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so got a refund on that. Um, they refunded it back to my PayPal. Not a big deal. Didn't think, uh, didn't think it would be a big deal. So, um, but yeah, so, so this is, and I have this right here. Okay. Let me, let me say this first. Cause I forgot about this part. So Sunday we are giving away two brand new ICOM radios. IC 7300 and IC 9700. They're both brand new in a box. They're sitting inside right now in my house. So you can sign up there. Shane's got the link. He's sharing it in the chat right now. Um, I've I think I think I haven't looked since I've been back from Quartz Fest, but prior to that, I think I had like 1,100-ish people show up or sign up. So it's going to be competitive. So Very. it's going to be fun. It's going to be, be a fun, fun stream too. Yeah. All yeah. those giveaways are fun streams. Yeah, they are. They are. Because you end up like with almost a thousand people watching live. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think the biggest one yet has been my first one, which was the Flex Radio, which yep. is like a $2,300 radio. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, because I had like 600, 700 people watching. I don't think I've topped that yet. So I'll be curious to see if two ICOM radios, both of which are currently over $1,000, uh, almost, I guess retail, they're probably, yeah, retail, they're probably just over what one Flex Radio costs. Yeah. Because the, the 7,300 used to be a lot cheaper. Because that was the night that but, you blew up the clubhouse's subscribers. What? Oh, was? Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. We were about trying that. to get over a thousand <laughs> subscribers, right. and we were yeah. we were in there for the giveaway. And you're like, "What's uh, this?" And I was like, uh, "No yeah. way!" That's and in real great. time, we were over on our over on the channel, going, "Holy crap!" <laughs> <laughs> like that thing was just uh, rolling, like we were buying right. gas. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like you're buying gas. That's good. Oh my goodness. So well, good. Anyway, so y'all go sign up for that real quick. Hambone Dad, thank you for the super chat. Can't always be here live, but enjoy the channels nevertheless. When I watch afterwards, thank you for all you do. Yeah, thanks for being here, bud. Thanks for the support. So, yeah, Sunday night, um, giving away two ICOM radios. So, there we go. All right, so uh, so what I did, what, well, here, let me switch over here. Yeah, there it is right there. So, this is my 818. Okay, this is because I, I, if y'all watched my video, I said I bought two of them. I bought the scammed one, got refunded for that, and I bought this one. Which I, I should have known, but I didn't really pay attention. But it's, it is the Japanese model. So it's not the U.S. model. Why is that doing that? Hold on a second. That doesn't look right. I've got a grid overlap here. What is overlapping you, Shane? That's strange. Okay, oh, I'll there's something un underneath my... Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something underneath you there. So I'll fi fix that. Right there we there. go. No, that's, be that's better. Okay. O <laughs> that's, OCD gets OCD, yeah. That's just bugging. I was like, that doesn't look right. So, um... <laughs> So I bought the I bought the radio from Japan. Uh, Yezu's a Japanese company, so guess what? All of your U.S. models are also made in Japan. Right. So I didn't really think much about it being made in Japan, and I'm like, well, okay, so it's made in Japan. It's coming from Japan, and then I, and then I, I read later, I was like, okay, so it's the Japanese model, no big deal. I was like, the band plans are slightly different, and I'm going to go over the, what the band plans are here in just a second. But the biggest bummer is the entire manual is in <laughs> Japanese. So you were flipping through that. Because I was, like, I was oh yeah. So I'm flipping through here looking for like, okay, where does it say the actual transmit frequency range on this thing? And I'm like, now, if you look close enough on parts of it, where did it go? I think if you go back this far. Yeah, right here. It says, right here it says CWID. And there it says CW paddle. And then CW pitch. And then it's all Japanese underneath. So they've got some English words in here. But this is all this. I mean, this is obviously this is this is not going to work, folks. I can't. I can, I can. Yeah. I I I think I'm going to give this to Frank as the next gag gift, and say, "Hey, Frank, read this to me." So Frank's, Frank's in the chat. He's watching. It, it, oh, is he? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because Frank can't read English. I mean, let's 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 be let's be honest here. So yeah. So the, the so I googled I googled Yezu FT eight one eight operating manual in Japanese and I couldn't find one because I, what I wanted to do is open up a PDF file and um, okay and have Google Translate do its thing have Translate through Chrome do its thing which yep. I've done that before I'm like okay cool yeah yeah we can do that and um, but I didn't but I you know finding a Don says just get the nifty manual I can find you can find an English manual for the FT818 all day long I found a couple of them not a big deal my problem or not my problem, but my question was, what are the band restrictions on this sucker? Okay, because I know that they're different, but I don't know exactly what they are. So that's when I came over here, and I said, okay, 
So here is here's here's the manual I found for the U.S. version, and this this is this is good, this is this is dumb, but this is good. <laughs> Transmit is one sixty to sixty meters, two meters seventy centimeters, and five point one six seven five megahertz Alaska emergency frequency. And I'm like, great, that's great, guys. What does two meters mean? Yeah, exactly. Does it mean one forty four to one forty eight? I mean, and it might be in the manual somewhere, but I'm like, that doesn't tell me anything. So I know it transmits on two meters, but what are the frequencies it transmits on? That's yeah. what I want to know. So I, I thought that was a, a kind of, I thought that was kind of dumb to to list it that way. But that's the U.S. manual, which I can get all day long, and that's fine right there. Okay, good deal. So I just Googled what are the Japanese amateur radio club band plan. And, the, of course, the first website that came up was Jarl.org. Jarl is the Japanese Amateur Radio League. So um, so this is what I found for that. So I'm just scrolling. Through. So 440, or their, their 70 centimeter band, I should say, goes from 430, not quite as low as ours, up to 440. And I remember that because I had that um, Japanese version of the ICOM ID-52, and I couldn't, do, I couldn't work repeaters with it because it doesn't transmit over 440 megahertz, and all of your repeaters are between 440 and 450 in the USA. So it cuts off at 440. Two meters goes from 144 to 146, which means you can't go to 146.52, and you can't go up to any repeaters above that frequency. Right, because we go to 148. So, that's right. Yeah, we go to 148. 50 megahertz, 6 meters looks the same. 10, mega, 10 meters looks the same. 15 and 12 meters look pretty i don't have all of those memorized but i know that 15 meters ends for us at 21.450 that's the same uh 12 meters looks like it's 24.89 to 24.99 i'm pretty sure that's right uh 17 meters 18.068 to 18.168 i'm pretty sure that's right for us too here's where it changes um no i'm sorry no it doesn't change 20 meters is the same 14.0 to 14.350 okay good they have different modes that they expect on those but that's okay here's where it changes uh so 10 uh 10 megahertz 30 meters is 10.1 to 10.15 i don't remember if that's the same as ours or not yep it is 40 megahertz or i'm sorry 40 meters is different they go from 7.0 to 7.2 and we so go to ours, 7.3 ours goes to 7.3 yeah i i have the 40 meter and the 20 meter band memorized and pretty much the 10 meter band memorized and i know that uh and 15 meters, I think, goes from 21.250 to 21.450, but that might just be for general. I don't remember if that's the whole thing or not. And then for, they have the, which band? 15 meters. Oh, 15. Okay. 15 yeah, meters. 15 yeah. is 21.2 to 21.4. Sorry, for generals, it's 21.275 to 21.450. Okay, so theirs goes down lower. They, they can go down to 21.0. For voice. And we can do so, data from 21 <clears throat> flat to 21.2. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Then that's they have CW and data from twenty one dot zero to twenty one dot one fifty ish. Okay. So a little bit different. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. So forty meters is different. They don't go as high as we do. They have a three point eight megahertz band and a three point five megahertz band. Uh, so that's kind of like uh, two different segments of eighty meters, and um, well, I, I guess it goes all the way through. It looks like it might stop in the middle right here. I don't know. Three dot five to three dot eight oh five but it looks like there's gaps in the middle if I'm reading this chart correctly. Something like that. Because we have three, uh -huh. 3 3.5 to 3.6 for CW, uh -huh. and then generals can't do, they're locked out until 3.8 mm -hmm. to 4, but extras have 3.6 to 4. Mm. Okay. 
<clears throat> yeah, this one only goes to 3.805. So they don't go a size we do there either. Yeah. And then they have the 160 meter band, which is 1.8 to 1.9125. Yeah, we go all the way to 2, 2.0. I was thinking that we did. We, yep. we went to a 2.0. And then uh, 475 kilohertz and 135 kilohertz band, which I don't have those meters memorized, but I assume that's probably 630 meters and 2200. 2200 meters. Is that 2200 meters? Yeah, so that would be from 472 to 479 okay. on 630. And then on 2200 meters, it's uh, 137.5 to 137.8. Okay, so 630 is the same for them. They go from 135.7 to 137.8 on 2200. So very similar band plans. Obviously, the biggest uh, to me, well, to me, the biggest thing is it doesn't go all the way up to the top of the 40-meter band for us, which 40 meters gets used a lot for, by me on um, Parks on the Air activations. Mm -hmm. And two, two, two meters and 440 are not uh, not usable for repeaters, and this this radio will work repeaters. So so that's the big thing. Now, someone came in here earlier, and I wish I, and you sent me a super chat, and I appreciate that. So POP3B3N1Ds, whatever this guy's <laughs> name is right here. He says he bought a Japanese 817 ND, did the Mars cap mod to unlock all of the VHF bands, save $300. So if you're still in the chat, sir, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know what that name means, but if you're still in the chat, um, you said it unlocked the VHF band. Did it also unlock 40 meters and uh, the UHF band to go all the way up to 450? Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because he says it unlocked UHF, VHF. Great. But what about um, what about uh, 440 and, and, and 40 meters and uh, 70 centimeters? Because those are the two that I those are the two that I was really looking at. So, yes, I'm thinking about unlocking it. That's what I want to do. I'm sorry, Lee. Um, that's what I that's what I thought. Because I paid about five hundred and forty five dollars for this radio. Okay, which is $150 less than they were selling them for at HRO and Gigaparts and a few other places before they all sold out. Now, as my luck would have it, I bought this radio on eBay, and this is the good one, uh, the, the one that I actually got, I should say. Um, and then after that, like a week later, <clears throat> freaking Gigaparts comes back and relists more of them. So I don't the know. Backstock. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They cuz they were showing out, RNL was out, HRO was out. I think DX Engineering was out and that's I think that's basically I, I looked on Amazon. And I think Amazon was I wasn't able to find it on Amazon which they removed the listing when it's out. I looked on eBay and some Yahoo selling them out there for 1300 bucks. I'm oh, like, wow. no thanks. That's okay. You Appreciate remember on your that, but... uh, on your happy hour stream, the guy that worked from Gigaparts is is it is it Scott or Steve? Steve. Steve. I remember Steve saying that he had a bunch in the closet and he was going to trickle them out. So he would, they would let them go out of stock and then they were going to put a few more in. So I'm sure they've got plenty down there. He's just, he's Steve's just trickling them out uh, on the website. No, I, che I checked with Steve. Uh, I was, where was I? I was at Quartz Fest. We were talking, I met up with the tech prepper at Quartz Fest. And of course he loves this radio. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, this is his bag right here. I'm going to show you all this here in a minute. Um, 
so I texted Steve. I got Steve's number. So I texted Steve at Gigaparts, and I was like, dude, did you sell all those 818s? And he's like, oh, yeah, those are gone. <laughs> so he's like, I've got one left, and it's wow. the display model. <laughs> and I said, okay, you got to let me know what you want for that. Yep. So, so he's supposed to be sending me that info, so... We'll see. So, do you but, know what uh, that mod entails? Is it just like removing a chip? Or? I think it's just. I think it's just removing a like a, a tra uh, not a transistor, but like a. Uh, it's something. Yeah. It's removing something one piece. Simple. Yeah, it's removing one piece. I haven't. I looked it up uh, a while back. I don't remember exactly what it was. But yeah. So if I get the actual U.S. model from Gigaparts, or or if I'm able to find an actual U.S. model, then I will probably. I might give this thing away. I might just give it away. And uh, we'll see about that. That would be a fun. That'd be fun giveaway live stream. Say, hey, get this. But I'd like to mod it first to see if it actually opens up everything. Um, so that's going to be a. In fact, if anyone has information about modding, uh, Mars mod, uh, Civil Air Patrol mod, whatever you want to call it, the the Japanese version of the eight one eight, and will will it open up to cover all of the U.S. bands that it's missing? Um, let me know if you've done that so uh if you get your extra okay shane do you want to talk about your extra thing because i think that's what they're talking about in the chat so. <laughs> so yeah so so last night on the on the clubhouse stream we were Izzo was talking about uh, getting his extra and izzo has been talking about getting his extra for two years so i just kind of threw down a challenge and i was like all right all right so Izzo, i'll, I'll do this with you but we need we're going to get our extra by april so on the whim, and after a couple of drinks later, I decided to create the the uh, extra by April challenge. So, and it's and it's gone really well. I think that uh, I put a, a a different chat room in the in Discord so that everybody could could sign mm. up underneath there. And, and all it is is if it's somebody who wants to get their technician, a general wants to get their extra, a technician that wants to go all the way to extra. Basically, we just want to. For the next few months, we want everyone to upgrade, get a license, get on the radio, just just mm -hmm. become active. And we're, we've been looking at uh, maybe incentivizing by covering some of the the fees for some folks. You know, we'll, we'll we're clubhouse is just kicking around some ideas, but that was kind of the gist of it. I was like, you know what, Izzo, I'm going to make you do it. You've got from now until the end of April to to uh, get your extra, so get to studying. There we go. Okay. <laughs> and, and several people in the chat and as well as in Discord said, you know what, I've been, I've been kicking around the idea of getting my extra. I'll just jump in. So we just wanted to create an area where we could support each other, where, where you know, we could hold some, some accountability. If you commit to doing it, we're going to make you do it. And I yeah. told Steve... Uh, KO4 AFL. I told him I said it would be great if we could set the record for how many tests administered in a single day. Ooh, oh, fun! Which that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we've got a bunch well, of people, a bunch of VEs, and I think we were talking about maybe live streaming the um, the waiting room or the after room when everyone comes out of their test to sit around mm -hmm. and, and and chit chat. I think that'd be kind of cool to uh, to do. So. Are you going to – I was reading the chat and listening to you, so I might have missed you say this. Are you going to do, like, like study sessions together? If people want to coordinate that, absolutely. And you know, if somebody mm. wants to hop into the Discord uh, mm. uh, video channel and let's sit down and we'll all go through uh, hamstudy.org, go through the study session, that's mm -hmm. that's what it's there for. If, if someone has a, uh, a request that they'd like to do, if they need somebody to study with them, put it in that chat. Somebody's going to help you. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
So the, okay. we we expect you to test by April, Jason. Yeah. So I know. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, the challenge was thrown down to me. And <laughs> you and Noel, Frank. <laughs> no, n- yeah, Noel's coming in with the smart-ass comments about the DX Commander, but one challenge at a time, please. Right. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so I uh, yeah, so the challenge. Is, hey, hey, Jason, you want to get your extra? I was like, you know what? Actually, actually, I kind of do. Actually, I think that that would be. I think that that would be great. Yeah, you got plenty uh, of time. So, so uh, uh, Leafend Leffend is asking for a link to your Discord. Yeah, give me yeah, give me a second while I give, yeah. hunt that. We'll get down. the we'll get the Discord in there for you. So. HamRadio2.com forward slash Discord is the link to my server, but he's talking about the Clubhouse server. So if you saw the servers down the left-hand the left hand side of my Discord, I'm sure a lot of you are like that. But Don says he's had his extra since 1992. That's great. <laughs> That's great, Don. I wasn't even licensed in 1992. Me so. neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that might be a, be a fun challenge. It'd be a fun challenge, so... All right, right. I got it. Now I just got to get back to the window where the chat's at. Cool. Good. (laughs) All right. All right, so there's a link to the Discord. I'll I'll post it a couple times. Yeah. And uh, it's in the general section of of our channel where we're the main conversation, and it's right at the top. It says uh, Extra by April. Yeah. Hop in there. Be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I just found that room, so I'll go in there and chat, chat up everybody. Okay, so when I opened the box up, this is the first thing that came out was this folded up. This is a world map, and it's got um, it's got these numbers on it that I don't understand. Like this is five area, and this is four area and three area, which is not the um, um, is that the the uh, CQ region or the it might it might be the CQ region because I looked at it, I thought, well, that's not the call zone for USA, but why would they put that on here? So. It might be like the yeah. It's probably the uh, the CQ region. Yeah, that was the the word I was looking for. I was, yep. I was not coming up with that's it, what so. it is. Yeah, because four the so, U.S. Yeah. is the bulk of the yeah. U.S. is four. East Coast is five. West Coast is three. Correct. Yes. Yeah, and then one and two up in up in uh, Alaska is one. Yeah, and that's why it shows up that way in J- WSJTX. So CQ zone map is what but that is. CQ, I found CQ. That. Well, it's got more than just that. Oh, it's cool. got like like right here. It'll say United States or AA through AK, K, N, and W, which is our prefixes. Oh, for prefixes, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then up here, it's got uh, Canada's got VE7, VE6, VE5, all the way through here. And then it's got uh, um, OX in Greenland. So it's got prefixes all over the map, too. But this is a really freaking a cool, cool map. map. Yeah. So I might have to hang that up, even if I give the radio away. I don't know if if I get a, a used uh Yezu, I don't know if it'll come with that map, so I might end up keeping that map. We'll see. But that was pretty cool. I thought that was a cool map, too. Great ham shack map. <clears throat> so, okay, so here's the radio. It comes with two antennas. Presumably, this is a... Presumably, this is a VHF and UHF antenna. I don't think that... That one could be dual band, but that one's not HF. So, actually, it looks like there's a screw on top of... Actually, you know what? That's one antenna. I oh, they screw together. That. They screw together, yeah. So I don't know what that is for. This looks like a GPS antenna here. So this is the battery. comes with its own internal battery. And oh, wow. I think think it's nickel metal hydride, unfortunately, because it's just an old design. But um, let's see. Battery packed up to 18 watt hours. Okay. Let's see the chemistry on it. Let's see where it says the chemistry on it, but okay, I'll have to look at that later. But 
<clears throat> that question is on the extra test. I don't know what question you're talking about. About the CQ zones. About the CQ zones? Yeah, that yep. makes sense. See, we're seems studying like, already. Seems like that's something to be on the general <laughs> test, though, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're studying already. <laughs> this this is a really nice strap. The Yezu strap, for uh, like a carrying strap, because you're going to be carrying this thing around because it's got its own battery and antenna, and the antenna port sticks up, which I'll show you that in a minute. Without so the uh, without an L connection? Yeah. Or a 90 degree yeah. connection? Yeah, right. It's right here. That's the oh, antenna cool. port right there. Um, it's got another one on the back. So it's possible that this is the VHF, UHF only, and the back uh, SO239 is for HF. I'm sure it says that in the manual, and if any of you can read Japanese, <laughs> you're welcome to... <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, it's got its own... It's got a charger here, so there's a way to charge the battery while I presumably while it's in the radio I guess you plug this into the back of the radio and then charge it um this right here is a okay this right here is a charging the barrel connector with open ends on this end of the wire this <laughs> guy right here is the same barrel connector with a AC plug in it so I guess you can charge the radio via AC um alternating current 110 volts while the battery's in it I'm I'm assuming happy sam so. happy ham says mars mod live Mars mod. I should. Yeah. Uh, that way I can really screw it up. So, all right. There's the radio right there. Yeah. So this is the, uh, that's the, that's the BNC port right there. And I've seen a lot of guys put it in a pack and they'll have it like a backpack with this antenna sticking up off of it. And then you've got like basically a, oh, wow. Okay. A, a, a better power or a, well, a better receiver for sure. It's only five, five or six watts. I don't know if it does. It's a six watt radio on HF. I'm not sure if it does all six watts on uh, VHF, UHF, or not. I'll have to look in the manual for that as well. So, so K8MRD says the front BNC will do HF, VHF, and UHF. Oh, so it'll do all. Okay, well then that's yeah. even better. That's even better. Okay, so good. So we could take. So have you seen those um, telescoping MFJ HF antennas that they make them for like twenty meter, forty meter, whatever? And they're different sizes, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those things would probably fit right on top of here. And if you want 20 meters, you just extend it up all the way. And you might have to tune it a little bit, depending on whether you're doing FT8 at the bottom of the band or, you know, voice at the top of the band or something like that. You might have to tune that a little bit. But, um, yeah, you could stick one of those on there, stick it in a backpack and go. I'm going to show you my, my Tech Prepper backpack here in a minute. That's going to be where the battery goes. Noel there. says he's got one of those, too. Yeah, Noel's had, Noel had an 818. <laughs> I sent Noel a Discord message a couple years ago, said, hey, would you let me borrow that? And <laughs> he never let me borrow it, but he didn't see that. In his defense, he didn't see the message. He's he's like, hey, he replied like three months later. He's like, dude, <laughs> I just now found this message. You still need it? And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get with you at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> it's fine. But uh, yeah, so that's the, that's, the, that's the thing right there for the carrying strap. That's going to be the microphone, external speaker, and... Uh, can't tell what that is. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my old man glasses on so I can see this thing. Uh, eight P to oh phone. S P to P H. So S P to oh speaker to phone speaker to. Hmm. Is it a switch or is it a port? That is a port. It says S P slash P H. That is a switch that says S P dash P H. I don't know what speaker or maybe that switches from the switch internal between to the, the two. The internal and the external speaker, perhaps. I guess Something that would like be that. that could be an input or it could be an output with that switch. Could be, yeah, could be. Not not real sure. There's nothing on that side. So, yeah. So this one's got a. There's the input for 13.8 volts right there. 
presumably that's, uh, yeah, that's got to be the same connector as that, um, this guy right here. So I guess it's got its own battery charger in there. Yeah, that fits in there perfectly. So you can plug this into the uh, its input, but I mean, this obviously this is a transformer that drops down from uh, 110 volt to, yeah, it says output is 12 volts at uh, 0 0.5 amps, six watts on this thing. So you can try, presumably that charges it because you wouldn't want to run it that way. You probably get a lot of AC hum. Probably. Um, so N5SKT agrees with me. It's a it's speaker or headphone out of the same jack. Gotcha. Okay. Speaker or headphone out of the, okay, perfect. Uh, okay, so here, a data port and an accessory port. So the data port is interesting because I wonder if you can, I wonder if you can easily um, interface like WinLink or something to this radio and do like a an, an easy to connect um, Raspberry Pi connection. The, the, the data port in the back of the FTM 6000 is very similar to that data port and kind of looks like the icon port also but um but you could but they make a they make an interface that goes from this port to a raspberry pi for the ftm 6000 you can run all-star on it no oh, wow. probably probably a bunch of other stuff too i bought it to to do the all-star thing but so i wonder if that's possible to do like a WinLink or something direct interface to a raspberry pi from that port to run like all-star on vhf uhf even six meters you could do all-star in six meters Anything you can do FM on, really? I guess I could do a 10-meter FM, assuming the radio does uh, 10 meters on FM. So, yeah, but that's an interesting... So it's got a lot of accessories like that. I wonder if it would interface with DigiRig. It does. It does interface with Digi DigiRig, and the reason I know that <laughs> is because the Tech Prepper had that set up at Quartzfest ah, last week. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it does interface with DigiRig very easily, from what I'm told. I've interfaced my DigiRig with... Um, my I, my seven thousand, which was way before that, you know, they had built in uh, built in stuff, and um, also with my um, what else? <clears throat> oh, my TX five hundred, my uh, Lab five nine nine TX five hundred. DigiRig's easy. Once you, you install the drivers once, and then mm -hmm. it's, it's the same. It's the same connection to the computer every time. So, uh, so yeah, DigiRig. You could uh, connect DigiRig and obviously do FT eight WSJTX and all that kind of good stuff. So. Well, no, Noel's saying anything you can do with the 817, you can do with the 818. So I was always confused about why they came out. Okay, so confession time. Okay, confession time. I never really <laughs> cared for this radio. Thrives in. Yeah, I never really <laughs> cared for this radio. I thought it's big and bulky. It's kind of heavy for a QRP radio. I'm going to have to do a weight test to test it between like the 705 and the KX3. I never, you guys know me in QRP. I'm not a big QRP fan. If I lived in the mountains, I'd probably love QRP, but I don't live in the mountains. I live in the flatlands, and I'd rather operate it on the beach than in the mountains anyway. So I've never been a big QRP fan, and the only reason I bought this is because um, they discontinued it. Well, and the fact that Gaston was gracious enough to send me one of his uh, one of his serial-numbered bags. Let's see. Which, If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this already, but this is bag 50 out of 50 from his fir first run. Oh, cool. So I'll get a close-up of that in a minute. So I never really cared about this radio, but I thought, okay, well, it's discontinued. And Mike had a good idea one time. One time. One time Mike had a good idea. <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> yeah. And he said, he said, I just want to buy one and then just kind of, I'll use it a couple times and then box it back up and put it in the closet. And then like three or four years from now, I'll sell it for twice as much as I paid for it. And I'm like, 
That's actually a very good a very idea good because idea. because look at the price of like <laughs> look at the price of the 857s and the IC 7000s right now, man. They're crazy. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so I was like, that's a good idea. But anyway, so I picked this up and I'm like, okay, and I can kind of see how I just you know six watts. But when they came out with this, this radio is like ten years old. I remember when they came out with this radio. And the 817 is a 5-watt radio, and this yeah. was a 6-watt radio. And I'm like, why did you do that? Well, you need to, like, double the power or something out, dude. Or, you know, like the 705 is only 5 watts on the internal battery, but you plug it up to an external power source, it'll do 10 watts. This one doesn't do that. This one only does 6 watts max. And I don't know if it does the full 6 watts on the battery or not. I assume that it does. But uh, but that'll be something I have to test. Somebody in the chat can tell me, because I've, I've never powered this thing up, so... Um. Yeah, so I'm a sucker for John Crook getting on Facebook and saying we're discontinuing this radio, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Okay, <laughs> now I gotta go buy another radio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, maybe that's what he was trying to do is to get rid of inventory. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I talked to. So I took. Uh, I I went out to HRO in Plano because I'm doing bo all Bob's shipping for him right now. Bob at R Finder. I've got all of his stuff here at my house, and when he gets an order in, he sends it to, or I just got in on his website, and I ship all this stuff for him, because he lives in Cozumel now. Oh, so it must be, be tough. Way too, yeah, I know. But it'd be way too expensive to ship a bunch yeah. of stuff to the USA, to customers in the USA from Cozumel. So I told him I'd do all the shipping for him. So he's like, hey, can you take this order out to Giga, uh, to uh, HRO and pick up some stuff that I've ordered for Will Call? This was like, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. I said, sure, that's fine. Like It's right after the first of the year, I think. So I go out there. And uh, it, was, it was like two days after John Crook did that video. <laughs> and I'm looking at their shelves, and they didn't have any 8.9. I was looking for 8.91s. I was like, you guys don't have any 8.91s in stock. And, um, and he goes, no. I was like, oh, by the way, how did the 8.18s do? He said they sold 65 of them, which is what they had in stock. Wow. They hold, sold 65 of them in 90 minutes after that video came out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, so John, so John Crook gets on Facebook next week and says, oh, "I'm just kidding, guys. We're gonna yeah. make it." A so <laughs> you're the sucker. I'm the sucker. We're the sucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen John in the chat today, but I like teasing him when he's not here. So, Jim O'Keefe is asking for your Discord link again, Shane. I'm in the process of dropping that. Thank you. The, uh, the 818 came out due to component replacements and because the new components, they were more efficient and 6-watt was possible. Okay. So that sounds to me, Don, like the reason that the FT5 exists because this came out way before COVID. Yeah. Way before COVID. So when COVID came out, and I had John on the channel and we and we talked about this. Uh, so the F when the FT3D HT was discontinued, it was only like a year or two old. It wasn't very old at all. And they replaced it with the FT5D, and the reason for that is because of component issues, chip shortages, you know, the thing that's affecting the whole world for the last two to three years. And they had to change enough stuff internally in the FT3 where they're like, we can't call this an FT3 anymore. We have to reapply for FCC certification. Let's go ahead and add some customer requests to it, like the or the uh, the button that sits up a little bit higher off the side and the long, long touch on the on the touch screen, which I personally like a lot better. And that's why they came up with the FT5. And they discontinued the FT3 so quickly because they couldn't get parts for it anymore. So that's what Don's saying, the reason that this came out in, in replace of the FT817. Because the FT817 is like 20 years old. Maybe and more now. And now it was discontinued. They're discontinuing this one because it ships, right? I, You know what? I, I, I believe that's correct. I didn't watch all of John's video. Yeah. I kind of watched the recap of it. 
But yeah, this one and the FTM 400 were both discontinued, and presumably it was because of, of chip shortages. There was two that the FTM 400 is their oldest uh, system fusion mobile radio, and they discontinued their the, they discontinued their first system fusion HT years ago, which was the FT 1D. They have an FT 1, an FT 2, FT 3, and FT 5. They have an FT4X, I think, which is a dual-band analog HT. I guess they didn't want to name their system Fusion HT the same number, so they, they skipped over three, uh, four and went from three to five for, the, three for, to the, five. Dig, for the digital radios. But that those um, the FT1DR, which I actually have one of those, <clears throat> it has a quick charger for it, a, a desktop quick charger for it. And my FT1, 3, and 5 will all fit on that quick desktop charger. So, so they've they've kept the same form factor, but they discontinued that HT years ago, and I guess the FTM four hundred being their first mobile radio, this is probably the oldest one in the lineup for, for that. So that presumably that's why they did it. I'm pretty sure that's why they did it. So, yeah, yeah. So pop, uh, my my friend uh, pop, pop three, three. Eight, pop three, pop three. Yeah, <laughs> pop my three. friend pop three. It's actually P zero P three. So, because I was typing a message in. He said he DM'd me with some uh, uh, details on how to do that mod. Oh, so, okay. And he said, and I don't know if I, I highlighted the comment earlier, but we kind of skipped over it. He said opening it up did open up all the bands. Hmm. So, if I can go to 7.3 on 40 meters and transmit, or right below it, obviously. Actually, I can, I can transmit on 7.3 because that's the lower sideband. So, if I go to 7.3 and I go all the, all the way up to the uh, the top of the band on 2 meters and 440 with this, then... Wonderful. So, so Whiskey 7 Lima Hotel Tango has decrypted the name. It's actually Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> I think Noel said that earlier. I'm like, what the heck you what the heck are you talking about, Pope Benedict? Okay. Right? Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah. Well, you come trying read, to run I don't read QWERTY. Yeah, yeah. You could you tried running a live stream and producing it and watching the chat and talking to Shane and listening. You tried doing that all yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I welcome anyone okay. to try a live stream. That's, I'm oh, telling I know you. It. I know it. <laughs> I know I missed it. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's go. Sorry, Noel, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. I saw Noel say it. I just didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> that's that's what he was. That's what he was referring to. So, uh huh. Yes, Kenneth, the FTM 400 is older than the FTM 100. Uh, do not ask me to explain Yezu's numbering system to you, because they came out with the 400, then the 100, then the 300, then the 200. Yeah. Put yeah. I wonder Figure if that's whatever the chip about that that's one. in that. I don't know. That maybe that's what it, that, that, that's what their weird. naming culture goes right, off of. Right. Weird. Weird weirdness. Weirdness. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The four hundred was first. That's the one with the largest screen. And I'm told it'll only transmit uh system fusion on one band, the top or the bottom band. It won't do fusion on both the top and bottom band. Um the FTM three hundred, which is dual receive, just like the four hundred, will transmit fusion on top and bottom band. That's the one I have. The FTM 100 was a dual band, but single display, similar to the FTM 6000. I still have my FTM 100. I thought that was a beautiful radio. I really liked that radio when it came out. In fact, I'm going to try to turn that. You can do a the latest firmware update. You can turn it into a Wires X node, not have an HRI 200 box behind it. Okay. So I want to I want to mod that. I want to upgrade the firmware on that radio, create my own Wires X room, and stick it here in the shack and put it on full time and just have my own Wires X room with it. So just haven't gotten around to you doing that. You're going to add that to the Sherry node? Because I think the Sherry node has everything in it. 
Sherry known. Isn't that what you take with you when you go portable? That's got everything like uh, Echo Link and everything connected to it. Well, that's just well, that's just All Star. Oh, okay, but no, I don't have digital connected to that. Gotcha. So it's 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 All Star and Echo Link, yes. But that's um that's actually on my cloud server. So the Sherry node's the one that lives in the truck, yes. But um, your challenge accepted. Well, go for it. Go for it. Do that. Do it. Also, you got to you got to realize that I've known Noel for like. 10 or 15 years and sometimes when you know someone that long you just kind of ignore them <laughs> so <laughs> and Noel's a good supporter he knows I'm teasing him so <laughs> oh boy Noel's but, not in charge uh, of cooking anything next time around because there's I feel there might be some payback involved oh well and the rest of us right. would have to suffer because of yeah, it yeah that's true oh well <laughs> that's alright so no problem at all. Yeah, Noel comes to Winter Field Day with us, which we're doing Winter Field Day next year. I really missed that last weekend. Yeah, that was that, I did miss yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. And I have I, a I have a twenty pound box over here from Radiotity. That showed what? up. That big old antenna showed up. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. We got did did we schedule that? Well, we, well, we we were gonna try to do it this week, but Mother Nature decided to poop on that yeah, idea. Yeah, that's because concrete that's not, that's ain't gonna happening. sit in this. Well, yeah, the, uh, it's ready to go. I'm gonna I'll, probably while you're going to Galveston, I may go out there and and uh, put the pipe in, okay. just to let that concrete set, it's fine. and then pick a day whenever you're whenever you got uh, time, we'll go out and put the antenna together. That'd be All cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool. Zygu VG4. If mm-hmm. anyone wants to Google that from Radiotity, mm-hmm. it's a four band mm-hmm. vertical uh, base antenna. Forty, hmm. twenty, fifteen, and ten. 40, 15, 20, and 10? 40, yeah, 40, 20, 15, and 10. Yeah, meters. yeah, okay, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, so that's like a 40-meter in-fit half wave, so. Yep, only this one will be a, a vertical mounted uh, about 10 feet off the ground. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. 10 meters, but. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I want to show this bag here. This is, these, uh, the, these are sold out. I mean, I put the link to this bag in my email blast I sent out to uh, at 10 a.m. this morning. If you're not a member of my email list, sign up uh, henradio2.com forward slash email dash sign up. I try to share stuff in there when I find it. This is a freaking awesome bag. Okay, first of all, I love it because it's made in the USA. Okay, and when I was talking to Gaston, the, Gaston, the tech prepper, the te- go check out his channel, the, te- the Tech Prepper, and he does a lot of off-grid... Uh, prepping videos, uh, emergency comms, kind of stuff like that. This, and it's made, this is, it's made to go with the arm lock cage on it, but it's made for this to go in here like that. Kind of like that. These are hand-stitched, made in the USA and hand-stitched. I think he said in like North Carolina, Florida, somewhere over there, uh, somewhere on the East Coast. I can't remember where he told me right now. But these are handmade, hand-stitched, made in the USA, very good material you can tell by by feeling it it's it's just really good material he's got so you've got your antenna port there and he's got this you can open up open up right there oh wow so that's kind of cool and then he's got inside of the inside of this front pocket here he's got um it comes with its own rain rain cover he's got ports in here that go that pass through from this pocket to the inner pocket so you can run this and this is how he had his digi rig set up he had, oh. uh, he, had, he had the digi rig mounted inside on the arm lock cage and then a, a simple USB cable coming out that way. 
and then you can have another cable coming out this way for the uh, the power and he had a battery a, a three amp uh, hour bioino in this pocket right here so the battery's in the pocket powering the the radio of course the bioino has got an extra port on it to to, to charge later and then he's got a, a a port coming out here to go um to to have for the digi rig of course i guess you could add i guess you could add like an external into a second antenna if you wanted to plug this into like an infed halfway if you got hung up somewhere else but this is very well made and i'm very much looking forward i've i've ordered the armalock cages for this radio and um actually he gave me another bag at quartz fest. He, i bought this one from him he gave me another bag at quartz fest last weekend and he's like here i'll give this to you for cost i said cool and then i um and then he starts talking about and like the next day or something, we were talking about antennas, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I use that, uh, uh, I can't remember, N9TA, not the SAB, but the like the roll-up, there's a roll-up J-Pole that's made by somebody else besides Ed Fong. I actually bought one, I'm testing it right now. Um, and I said, we well, ought to try the, the Ed Fong. He goes, well, I know, I, yeah, I, I want to, I just haven't bought one yet. I'm like, I sell those, I'll send you two of them. I send him one for uh, ham bands and one for commercial bands, and he's like, oh, I'll just trade you for the bag then. So, oh, there so you go. So we traded the second bag. And the second bag, I'm going to put my FTM 6000 in. And that's going to be my go pack to take hunting, camping, and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now I have 50 watts with a signal stick coming out of the FTM 6000. And that's my HT. So I'll have that pack with me to do a little bit longer, farther range comms with me when I'm in the field. Then, um, and that'll, that'll fit really nicely into my EDC pack. And when my wife and I go... On travel together, I'll just stick it in the bag without telling her, so uh, she won't know what it is until I pull it out later that day. But yeah, very nice packs from the Tech Prepper. If you have a chance to grab one of these, definitely do it. Um, he's getting more made. He's he's talking about maybe getting one made for the A fifty seven. I was watching one of his videos this morning. He was talking about that, and I'm like, I have to get that one too. I don't have an A fifty seven, but you know, buy the bag, get the radio. Why no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I asked him if he was going to do one for the ICOM. He goes, well, they're kind of they're kind of old. I'm like, that's true. They don't make the 857 yeah. anymore either. But um, ICOM, got, step it up, buddy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. ICOM needs to get... Um, I mean, they've got the 7100, and it's nice. Um, it does all the things. But um, I don't know. I just... I would much rather have a... Um, I like the I always like the form factor of the 706 and the 7000. Yeah. So there's the back the black back flap on the radio pops up. It's got moly on it obviously. And you can snap it up there and you can easily access the underside and the back of the radio with that. So That's very a cool. really cool bag. Really cool bag. Really cool bag. Really um very well thought out. Um he you can tell that he put some time into N9TAX, thank you, Ken. Yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking about. That's he makes roll-up J-pole antennas similar to Ed Fong's antennas. Um, but yeah, you could tell that, that Gaston really put some time and thought into that bag and all the ports that are in it. Do you know if they make a, a, a J-pole that would do like the uh, MERS frequencies? Yes. Yeah. Ed Fong has a, so he started making, he was making the dual band roll up and the dual band, uh, that goes in the PVC and he's made those forever. And I'm going to say this and then somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong, but <laughs> Of course. I think he he started making the 220 antenna, and this was years ago, because I asked him, hey, can you make a 220 antenna? And then all of a sudden, he started listing those on his eBay store. And and uh, and now he's making a 220 antenna. 
Um, somebody else might have asked him before me, or maybe I was just the straw that broke the camel's back. He's like, too many people are asking me that, and I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that it was only my idea, but I do remember asking him that. Can you make me a 221? And he did that, and now he sells them commercially. Um, and then, like, a few years ago, he started. He's, he emailed me. He's like, hey, I'm going to make a, a, um, a high-gain, 4dB gain, um, like a collinear type antenna to go in PVC, and it's going to be for the GMRS band. So it goes from, mm. like, 4... 460 to 468 or something yeah. like that. So I'm like, sweet, cool. Well, then that, and those just flew off the shelf. Oh, I bet. And then now he's making a dual band roll up and a dual band PVC that are instead, instead of being tuned for the ham bands, they are tuned for 150 to 160 on VHF and 460 to 470 on UHF. So you can get the dual band roll up and the dual band in PVC and both ham bands and com what he calls commercial bands, which one uh, MERS is around 151. Yep. So that so yeah, it'll cover the VHF and uh, commercial portion of MER of uh, um, MERS and and commercial portions of VHF, and then it'll cover FRS uh, Marine. I think Marine bands around where is that? I could be no, I'm wrong on that. I think Marine bands around like one. I thought this was like 160. Ooh, don't give me a line. Uh man, I can't remember where Marine band is right now. I was thinking it was around one. Because I'm trying to get all the, the guys that I, I fly with, I'm trying uh -huh. to get them to come over to GMRS or at least yeah. MERS and not and get off of FRS. Yeah. For their balloon to balloon talk. Yeah. And because yeah. I was telling them, I was like, well, you know, we could get a, a roll up J pole and a piece of PVC and hang it off mm -hmm. the side of the balloon. You got a perfect 4 dB gain antenna. You won't have any problems yeah. talking to anybody, but your little walkie do walkie talkie rubber ducky is not going to get you very far. Right. So, yeah. Okay, so U.S. Marine radio channels, 156 to 157 and a half, something like that. So that 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 uh, antenna of his will cover, I mean, it's just right, basically right above MERS. Yeah. So it'll cover Marine Band, too, which is cool. I never really thought about that, but I'm like, there's quite a bit. I got a Marine Band radio from By Two Way Radios a couple years ago, and I took it out to the lake. I'm like, there's nothing out here. There's nothing. But if you go to the coast... They do like daily check-ins on the Coast Guard frequency yep. and uh, weather reports in the morning, and you can hear people talking. So I just scan through all the channels. I'm like, this is pretty cool. So we used like it a lot on Lake Texoma. See, and I've I've used it on the lake before, but I when we went out to um where were we? Oh, we were at Cedar Creek Lake for my family reunion last June. Yeah, and I had it out there scanning the band the whole time, and nothing. Yeah, just in Texoma, all of them, so. all the marinas up there uh, are on. They have the marine radios set up because we would request. Um, like fuel services and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, it's, I mean, there's quite a bit of activity on the coast, as you would imagine. So, um, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Kyle. <laughs> you never know what's going on with balloon to balloon talk. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the, he must have listened last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. <clears throat> so, anyway, so FT818, guys, um, probably going to be getting the US version. We'll see. Uh, what happens with that, but I'm definitely going to Mars mod this one. And then if it still works after that, I might give it away. <laughs> if you don't break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I think um, Pope Bennett, Pop 3 over there says that uh, he... Um, he said you have to you have to solder stuff on the back. I, th I think he said the back of the head, the back of something, and then desolder something somewhere else. So you got to do... A, so it's two or three steps. Um... You ship it but off yeah. the smoking eight. <laughs> he 
he does all those stuff. All oh, those videos. Know, yeah. <laughs> he, do, he does. He does do all that stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he'd he'd probably put it on his nano VNA and say, "Well, this one's not. This one's off frequency. Somewhere. All sporadic, <laughs> yeah. son. My 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 six hundred dollar Yezu is off frequency, while your forty dollar nano VNA is working fine." <laughs> <laughs> now he really does do a good job with those nano yep. VNAs, though. <clears throat> mm. I highly recommend the Windcamp battery mod for the eight one seven eight one. It raises it. From stock fourteen hundred nickel metal hydride to three thousand li- oh ooh three thousand amp hour milliamp hour LiPo four battery replaces battery door for charging sweet okay that would be that would be a cool mod yeah that is a cool mod so wind camp battery I assume those are available on Amazon I've got I've got the wind camp bracket for my seven hundred five that mounts to the side of the seven hundred five and changes the uh, the antenna to vertical instead of sticking out of the 705 this way. So you can put like, you can set the 705 on the table and look the screen the way you're supposed to have a vertical antenna coming off of it for VHF, UHF and use it on local repeaters. That's how that's most of the time. That's how I use it when I'm at the hunting lease. Cause yeah. we have a couple of really good repeaters around there. Um, well, it helps to have a 7,000 foot tall antenna out there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yes. But, uh, but the, yeah, the wind camp bracket is nice. Um, anybody know of a convenient bag for the Icom 7100? Hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, no, I don't think I know of, of one that is, I don't think I know of one that is specifically made for the 7100, no. Although that might be one that the tech prepper should work on. He yeah. doesn't care about D-Star, I'm sure. But that radio is actually still in production. So I know he's working on one for the FT eight ninety one. The FT eight ninety one is a great radio. I've been looking for an excuse to buy an FT eight ninety one. So once he makes his bag, be, oh, that's I need. We one need now. to call John. <laughs> Tell him he needs yeah. to make a video. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Then, then you'll buy one. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I mean, I am I am severely disappointed in the lack of radios that have. VHF do VHF UHF all mode. I agree because the like the 991A, which is not a field radio at all, that thing is heavy. Uh, the 991A does it. The IC7100 does it, which is getting kind of long in the tooth, but still a great radio. Um, monochrome screen, but uh, but it has it has its own built-in tuner. Both of them have their own built-in tuners and whatnot. But that's about it. That is, a, and the only the only two radios that are really made uh, for mobile use that will do 100 watts is the 7100, and the 891. The 891 has only HF and six meters. So I really wish that someone would come up with a new version of an 857 slash IC7000. Is something that, and I don't care about D Star, and I don't care about Fusion. Not in that radio. I don't care about it in that radio. Yeah. But I would like to see something that's all mode, VHF, UHF, 6 meter HF. Something that's new and improved. Built-in sound card. Waterfall, great. No waterfall because smaller screen and lighter form factor, also great. So, And make it 20 watts. I, well, I want I think, 100. I think I want, you mean well, on I mean, VHF? I mean for like, a, for like a, another QRP radio. Well, that, yeah, okay. I'm talking about 100-watt radio. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I want a 100-watt radio. I want, like, the 7,857. That's what yeah. I want. But if you're talking about a QRP radio, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's um something that's between the 705, the KX3, and the G90. Yeah, 
I think Doug, you hit it out of the park when they did 20 watts for that thing. Mm-hmm. Sun SDRDX has a two meter all mode and it's small. Is that the <laughs> is that the Don? Is that the QRP one? Because I had that one and then that thing's Sun SDR makes a good radio. I don't I'm not saying I'm not saying this disparagingly, but that radio in the field makes no sense to me. Yeah. You need, a, a, com- you need a computer for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, taking that radio in the field is... is people do it. Uh, people say, oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, sure you have, because you can. And I would. I've taken my flex radio in the field. Okay, great. But it's not a backpackable, hikeable radio. No. Not like the KX3 and the TX500 are. You know, so, See, Walt yeah. agrees with me, 20 watts. Yeah. Dave, I heard that same thing. I believe the 7100 has been discontinued, and I reached out to Gigaparts just a week ago, and I said... Is this rumor true? And they said, no, we have no evidence. We have no news about that. So now, sure as enough, sure enough, I'm going to say that. And next week they're going to announce it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> but, I, but according to Yezu, I'm sorry, according to Gigaparts a week ago, that's not the case. Because I heard that like a month, like somebody said, oh, oh yeah, the 7100 is discontinued. And I'm like, really? someone, Someone text so, message Ray. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Lee says it's not officially discontinued, just not in production. Well, that can be applied to everything these days. So this is the first time I've ever. Speaking of hard to get a hold of, mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to buy a truck for two months. There is no stock. I thought you bought your new Tacoma. It'll be well, my new one will be here next month. But I've been trying to get one for almost three months. So They're, you ordered. So you ordered it, and you've been waiting on it. Yep. Oh, because there's no dealers around here that have any in stock. They may have one or two, but nobody can, no nobody has anything in stock because of all the chip the chip crap. Yeah. And the mm. the the Ford dealership that's not too far down the road from me, all the cars that are up front are used cars. They don't have any new cars. Wow, it's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. That is crazy. Sheesh. I think uh, the Toyota dealer mm. that I went to, they have 17 new vehicles on the lot. 17. 17. Oh, my gosh. And they've moved all of their used car stuff. They moved it over to the new car lot so that it looks like they've got something to sell because oh they can't get goodness. them. Sheesh. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. But what's up, Porker? Good to see you here, buddy. DX Porker, my buddy from the uh, um, Moore Expo last year. So... He's uh, one of these guys. I, I was at a, I was at the Moore Expo last year, and he was one of these guys that, hey, Ham Radio 2.0. I'm like, dude, it's unusual to hear that at, at, at a freaking Overland show. So <laughs> that one, that's the one in Missouri, uh, right? Yeah. Moore Expo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Springfield. I'm already signed oh, up for this year. I gotta work. I got. I keep forgetting to get a a. Um... I thought you said you were taking no, off that I'm weekend. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. Okay. But I haven't. I haven't got uh, a camp spot yet. Oh yeah. Yeah, or or are we setting up at the at the show? Or are we? I got. I can't remember. So I got there. They call it a storyteller pass, which is a media pass. They said okay. if you have a, if you have a Instagram channel, YouTube channel, whatever, you can get a storyteller pass. So I applied for it, and it took a few days. And they, they emailed me back and said, I, I've, I've got I've got a. It includes a campsite and a park and a place to park my my rig up front that I can show it off if I want to. Oh, cool. So that means I need to get I need to fi- finalize my rate because I want to se- I want to set up my truck up front and turn on all my radios. 
Yeah. And, and you know, tune into some guy calling CQ Poda from California and let those guys, those those overlanders in Missouri saying, where's the guys in California? What, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. But, uh, and I'm just about, I'm just about there. I'm just about there. Although I'm thinking about replacing my IC7000 with a 480HX. Because I don't want to go the 891 because everybody has the 891. Because everybody's got the 891. Because it's the only thing that's really out right now. <laughs> so, and the, H, the 480HX Kenwood is 200 watts. So, why not? Why not? I think, yeah. isn't that, um, didn't uh, Hardy, didn't he bring that to the last time we had a POTA get together? We had that 200 watt Kenwood. I think so. I don't. I had, I had my radio, and then for some reason, that, my he wanted to. We wanted to hook the Kenwood up. The he put in his truck. <clears throat> I thought I saw him in the chat. Maybe he can. He can answer that. Okay. But that was I, two hundred watt Kenwood. That's cool. Yes. That well, that's the two hundred watt Kenwood. Um, the the four eighty eight H. I think it's HX. It's HP or HX or something like that. Because they make a TS four eighty, and then they make a high powered version. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. K six YYL says. Uh. I love my 480HX 200 watts. Yeah, that's a freaking sweet radio. But, I mean, it's it's also been discontinued. They don't make that one anymore either. So all these great mobile HF radios are just, yeah. You know not, what we could uh, do, Jason? Hmm. We could apply for a special event call sign mm -hmm. for the More Expo, and we could yeah. run a special event station there at the More Expo. Yeah. So they really want to see a pile up. We'll start running the special event station call sign. That'll stir up some traffic. Yes. And it doesn't take that is but true. a week or two to get that uh, special event call sign set up. I did mm -hmm. one for the hot air balloon on the air. Oh, did you really? I guess, yeah, Ki I guess Kilo I 4 you, Bravo. I, I guess I remember you telling me that. Or K, yeah. K, Kilo 5 Bravo. K5B. K5B. Mm -hmm. hmm. Reading what people are saying about the HS. The issue with the HX is that your power supplies have to be close in voltage, otherwise it craps the bed. Well, I'm going to put one in my truck, dude. I don't want a power supply. I want a battery. You ought to see the monster battery I have behind my seat in my truck right now. So, is it that big? A, is it that giant uh, lithium iron phosphate one? Yeah, yeah the Renogy. <laughs> I took it. I, I I charged it up. It was already charged up, but I, I I made sure it was charged up, and I stuck it in the truck, and I hooked all my stuff to it, including my fridge and all my radios and my All Star node before uh before I went to Quartzsite, and I charged it twice. And but well, I, it never got below like eighty five percent, number one. So I put the I put the solar panel out one day and it got up to ninety percent. And I put it out the next day and it was ninety one ninety two percent. I think right now it's sitting at like seventy two percent. And I haven't charged it in like a week. <laughs> Freaking awesome! That's cool. So, yeah, it's. I was just cool. looking at the the more Expo storytellers page and I was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna have to take a picture of the truck with the tent on it before I can apply for a storytellers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all I did was send them the, the link to my YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't got even, you on their page yeah. now. They've got me on their page? Mm hmm Yeah, moreexpo.com forward slash storytellers. Okay. We're going to shut this down, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. <laughs> well, I didn't but, realize uh, we were yeah. already. Several, several, <clears throat> several people are like 73. Andy had to leave. Kyle's leaving. Other Kyle. Not that Kyle, but that other Kyle. Um, storytellers. Did I send them a picture? I must Maybe have. they ganked it off of your Overland Instagram. It could be. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cause oh I, no, I, I sent that to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ham radio 
<laughs> That's cool. I didn't realize that was there. <laughs> I guess I should. I think I looked like the day after. I was like, oh, they'll get up there eventually. I forgot to go back and look at look for it. So, but yeah, sweet. Uh, uh, running both from the same battery will be fine, but as I say, there's two pa two power leads from that radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll put it, we'll we'll put those on the Renogy and uh, and be done with it. So that doesn't mean. And you know what? There's this thing called a power button, power knob, that you can turn down if you want to. Oh, so. You mean, you, we, just, you mean we can not run it at 100%? Yeah, yeah, you can not run 100% all the time. Yeah, you can turn it down to 100, 100 watts and just kind of run it that way. And then when that that guy, KMRD, starts calling CQ and can't hear you, you turn it back up again. You turn it back up a little bit? Yeah. Mike! <laughs> ham harder, Mike, ham harder. <laughs> or no, it's Izzo. It's, it's Izzo, Izzo we have yeah. to yell that too. That's right, it's Izzo. <laughs> all right, folks, thank you for joining us today. Um, let me know in the chat if or in the comments if you want to comment on the video. Um, if you got an 818, have you done the mod? Uh, P Pope Victor over there, whatever, Pop 3 over there is <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> Pope Benedict. So he says that uh, it opens everything up. And I appreciate that information because that's that was a, a question I was planning to ask in the in the live stream today. So and the wind camp mod, I am going to go get that as well. Um, so great, uh, great information. If you have any other information about the FT818, put it in the comments below. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. And also, uh, Shane, if you don't mind, drop the link for that uh, giveaway again. We're giving away two brand new ICOM radios this weekend on my regularly scheduled Sunday night live stream, 7 p.m. Central Time, which is 0100 UTC Monday morning. So go sign up for that. Is um, And uh, good luck to you on winning those. So, Shane, thanks for joining us today. It was My uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Good to go back and forth. 73 all.